Welcome to Energizing Life with AKR Fitness. I'm Jace. I'm back in my own seat. I'm back. We've got Lindsay and Mike here. Susan. Whoa. Wow. Mike. I'm, I'm still not managed to recover my words, but no. we're, we're filming this one immediately after. So first of all, I'm feeling, I'm feeling uh, happy to be not under pressure of doing the, the hosting role for a start. But yeah, just great, great interview with Susan. And yeah, I think I'm still... Still recovering my, my words and thoughts and feelings. She, she just epitomizes everything we spoke about this entire season. She, she spoke about it, she summarized it really well. She put it into real life terms. Mm -hmm. She, well, <laughs> Lindsay. It was just great hearing her story from a young girl right through and what she's been through and what she's learned and taking the tools and things that we've given her and changed her life around. So yeah, it was just, Emotional. She's just, she's, it's, it seems like she's utilised more than just the gym, which we always say, you know, this, we've got so much more than just the gym on offer, and she's just taken it in her stride. Yeah, I, I think, I think what, still, still try to recover some words <laughs> here. I think what's special to me is that she does epitomise like the the person when when we first opened our doors. You think like the person who. They're just not going to get on, you know, in the big box gym that well. And also the, the view of fitness is quite narrow. And, you know, there's a line we've said a few times that health and fitness isn't life. It's a tool for energizing your life. So we don't have, want people to come in here and, and become health freaks. We're, we're not the sort of place, you know, for transformation programs or, you know, strict diets or, you know, that sort of thing. It's just like, do the do the bits. Let's let's make it easier for you to do the things that make your life better. Yeah. It's going back to that what we said at the very start was like exercise is the, the ultimate make your life better tool. But it's how do we how do we help someone navigate that, make it part of their life, not just the exercise, but all the parts around it. Yeah, we let them choose their their own adventure, and we just help help carry their bags a little bit. Yeah, facilitate. Yeah. And I think that that was an important point that came from what's you know, Susan, we, we touched on how she went from a place of being controlled and following all the rules to taking ownership. And as you said, Jace, choose your own adventure is something we do talk about mm -hmm. here because some people, so Susan, for her, it was moving away from not feeling like she always needs to be on a diet or losing weight. But for some people, they come in here and they are absolutely, that's the path they go down. We have a, a body composition machine and you know, they go down that way. Other people come in and, and it is about strength numbers and making mm -hmm. progress with squats and deadlifts. Other people, it's, it's, it seems like they're here for the social yeah. side more than, than anything else. But it's, it's, up to, it's up to that person to decide what fitness looks like for them and how they want to utilise the, you know, wh which adventure they want to go on with us. Yeah, it's brilliant. Lindsay, you got any thoughts on that? I, I just think that we can provide everyone with the tools that they need, but it's up to them which direction they take with it. It's, yeah. it's ultimately a very individual. Yeah. I think autonomy versus accountability is, is something that, you know, we do touch upon at the start of people's journey where, don't get me wrong, because accountability is important. And you know, I think, was it Chris was talking about how just booking in sessions uh -huh. yeah. makes them far more likely to turn up and, and there is an accountability there. But so much in fitness is this idea that someone, 
I just need someone to whip me into shape. I just need someone to give me a boot up the backside. Yeah. They need someone to make them or force them to do the things that they know they should do, but they're unable to follow through on themselves. But that path is very limited. It can work it in short, short bursts. Yeah. yeah, really. You hear it all the time. It's like the first thing people say to me in the strategy session. I need somebody to give me motivation. I need somebody to kick me up the ass. I need, I need, I need, I need. And I know myself, well, that's only going to take you so far. So What do you want? It, yeah. it does work. Uh -huh. no, it does work, but it tends to work just in the short term. And I think that was, you know, Susan, it's that typical journey where, right, it's the, ah, this is the diet I need, or this is the gym I need, or this is the... And ultimately, it's that learning to take ownership and to take accountability and decide the path that's right for you. And yes, lean on coaching and lean on mentorship and education and social support. But when you're in charge, like we said, it's, you're an adult, you can do whatever you want to yeah. do. And now she's in a place where she wants to run 5K and she wants to come in and train and, and that sort of thing. So it's, yeah, it's, it's really good and, I, and someone who embodies yeah. uh, much of what we set out mm -hmm. to do in the beginning. Thought, I thought she was just a brilliant, a brilliant end to the, the season there. So let's talk about all the other episodes in the season. Firstly, how was, how was season two for you two? How's it coming back and getting on the mics again? Apart from Lindsay being a diva, getting hair and makeup <laughs> in. And... Wait till next time. <laughs> I'll be coming in a limo. <laughs> I'll be kicked uh, off his seat permanently. I think for me, um, it's it's built a bit more confidence. Um, I've I really enjoyed this time round. I think feel like we've had loads to speak about. There's a lot that people listening can take away and yeah. implement straight away. Absolutely. And it's been incredible to be a part of that for season two. What has it built your confidence upon? Just being behind a mic and mm. hearing my own voice. <laughs> talking. <laughs> talking, yes, talking. Putting my uh, thoughts out to the world. Lovely thoughts as they are as well. Well, sometimes. Yeah, it's, 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 I guess it's a little bit weird for us because for the listener, these episodes are coming out every week and for us, just with the nature of the constraints we're under, is recording the seasons in, in batches. So it's, it's a weird experience, I guess, in that way rather than building on them week on week but it's good and yeah all going well we'll we'll be back for a season three. Oh, we're coming back for a season three are yeah. we? <laughs> yeah. We'll see so, be, Sorry, go on. go on Yeah, I was just going to I was going to go through the rest of the start to start we, we spoke about behaviour change Do we have any thoughts on that? Are we happy with what we'd Yeah, I, th I think just I guess if, if we're going to wrap up and summarise it's just reiterating much of what we spoke about in season one was the typical approach to fitness is one of perfectionism, short-termism, all or nothing, meet some, you know, some finish line yeah. that, that, well, is arbitrary, as you said there, because what next? Yeah. What next? And, and so we kind of, we opened by saying that, you know, that that's not really our approach here and, and it's a limited approach and that approach is part of the problem for some people because they, they get in the stops start cycles but they never they never learn the skills required to just cruise to just stay on track on the park bench as we call it as we yeah. shared in season one and so this season was very much about introducing okay so so what are some of these skills how do we practice some of the basics of just staying on track nice Lindsay anything to add to that no no good with that good so then introducing the skills let's uh, let's quickly run through the seven again so we've got Mike, here we go. Pressure time. <laughs> Prioritise protein. Protein. Power Tansy. down. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, you give me the second ah, one. Eat colourful veg. Eat colourful veg. 
Renew and review. Renew and review. And then we had snack smart and eat just enough. And move more. And move more. <laughs> that one as well. Yeah. It was in there somewhere. Yeah. And so I, th- I think we did share. The, these are just the basics or our version of the basics. There are other things, you know, drink, drink plenty of water and things like that. Yeah. But the idea was just to create a flexible approach focused on, on positive things that people can do that also acts as a little bit of a compass of sorts. So when you're in that place where you're off track and your mind's going, oh, what, what crazy, what, what thing, what desperate strategy should I try, you know, to, you know, maybe what new diet or new crazy program or... Or new gym. New gym yeah. or whatever. It's just like return to the basics, return to the basics, return to the basics. And I don't know, we, we weren't explicit about it, but one thing we, we don't have in any of these is the rules of do not... So we're not saying no chocolate, no whatever else. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, we're not Losing. saying... We all know what yeah. happens when you get told, do not. Yeah. yeah. It's you not, will. It's not meant to be controlling. <laughs> it's, me- it's meant to be flexible. It's meant to be a little practice, a little guide, a little pathway for people. And not almost a checklist as well. So again, if we run through, it's like, okay, are you respecting your sleep? Are you getting some veg and protein in your diet? Are you moving your body? Are you tuning in to your your appetite and just keeping an eye on how much snacking you're doing and what, what sort of things you're snacking on? It's it, it's simple stuff. Again, it's not sexy. It's not as appealing as do my new thirty day de- detox plan. But you've done all the detox plans, you know. The basics work best. They do. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's important to realise you don't have to do them all at once. Yeah. You know, choose one or two. Give them a go for a few weeks, try another two. Yeah. It's, you don't have to f- throw your full self into all of yeah. them. It's like what we do with our members. We practice We practice a skill for two weeks, mm-hmm. kind of spotlight it, highlight it, and then we go on to the next one yeah. for two weeks. And it, and, it, and it doesn't necessarily mean it stops. Ideally no. for that person, it, it keeps ticking away in the background, but the attention goes on the next one. Um, the other thing I was going to say, going back to Lizzie's interview in season one, there were a couple of things that she said relevant to these practices. One was the idea of them being like a scaffold yeah. or scaffolding around your life. So when she, I think she said she, you know, she broke her ankle mm-hmm. and wasn't able to train, but she could still work on the, the power down and the, and the eating and things like that and, and still have a, a structure and a routine in her life, even if... Life's chaos. Yeah. Or when you get a puppy like she had. Yeah, yeah. yeah she could. And I think she said that the they give the structure to the day when, you know, in other parts of life with, with the puppy that mm-hmm. there isn't. The other thing she said was, I think when you'd asked her about, you know, what's, what's one thing someone can do to energize their life or whatever, and she said, well, there, there's the focus on the stuff you're good at, but also, also the focus on where do I need to improve. improve. So we discussed a few times, like for me, many of these practices, I don't need to put a great deal of attention in for most of the year because yeah. they are quite habitual. Mm-hmm. We've also built them over a period of time. Right, because yeah, I've, done the yeah. I've done the work. Not just overnight. I've done the work, yes. Yeah, I've done the work. And, and that's, that's the point, is to build the habits. Every now and again, again, complacency slips in or you recognise yourself. I think Susan said it. Oh, oh, look at this. I'm lying in my bed, scrolling on my phone. Maybe I need to work on this a little oh, yeah, bit more yeah. again. Not because it's a rule, but because it feels better when... When you do it. When you do it, right. But the other thing that Lizzie said was, well, where am I weak and where, where can I improve? And, you know, I've, I've shared in these, there's, it's probably for me is that eat, eat just enough. 
Yeah. So when that comes around, I'm like, yep, I just need to give it. It's one, and it's okay if you spend five, 10, 50, you could spend the next 40 years practicing this stuff. And that's the, that's the beauty of it. There's no end. That's why it's a skill. Yeah. That's, it's skill, it's practice, it's hone, it's mm -hmm. tweak, adjust. So, yeah. Absolutely. Lindsay? Yes. Anything to add to Mike's uh, <laughs> summary of everything there? <laughs> what, do you, what do you like to focus on out, out of the seven? Out of the skills, um, move more is probably the most important one for me. Even though I exercise pretty much daily, getting outside, walking, stretching, mentally, that's the best thing for me. I guess it helps having little Mila. It helps having Mila, yeah. It no, really another does. shout out to Mila. Another <laughs> shout out to Mila. Um, it didn't help in the first six months though. Because <laughs> it took away sleep, routine, life was chaos. Changed, changed everything. And yeah. so is, is the move more one that you feel that you need to give extra attention to? I don't feel I need to give extra attention to. I think it's the one that Makes the biggest best. difference yeah, for, for me. And are there any of the seven that you feel that you need to focus on more than others? Or I would say I, powering down. I can go through phases of being really good at that and then phases where I catch myself, just as Susan said, scrolling through, you know, I'll, I'll set a timer of five minutes on Facebook at night. Yeah. The next thing is 25 minutes. Yeah. And it's past bedtime, like, what am I actually doing? And when I, when I do catch myself, it might take a few days, a few weeks, but when I do and start to make that change, yeah. that's when everything starts to feel better again. So yeah, powering down is really easy to slip in and out of. Oh, definitely. I'm slightly similar, but I keep a book by my bedside. Mm -hmm. By my bedside? Keep a book by my bed. And I'll get to the end of the month, I'm like, why am I nowhere near finished this book? And then I, and then I start to, well, ah, I'm on my phone, I've... I've done this or I'm, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's sometimes it is finding that cue, if we think back to the start, to trigger off the response that you give to it. Yeah. Mike, you guys, you working on any at the minute? What are you focusing on? I've been, I've been picking up the five minute flow again. I, I think I shared in one of the yeah. previous ones how I'd, I'd got complacent. I decided I maybe didn't need to do that one. I was doing a morning walk and, but definitely picked that one up again. Uh, I still think, yeah, eat just enough is, is something that I'm always working on. Again, I go through phases and I think I just want to, again, reinforce for the listener, like we're talking flexibility. It's not perfectionism, you know, yeah. and, and you're a human. So it's, it's perfectly normal to sometimes to say F it and just, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to eat it. this. <laughs> yeah. Fork it, yeah. And I'm going to, you know, it's, it's okay to have you know, to to not be zen-like and, yeah. and... Mistakes are natural. Yeah, and, yeah and, and you're a human, you're not a robot and things like that. I that's think, where it all comes with the skill practice, though. That's what we keep coming back to. It's not all or nothing. It's not you're off the habit, on the habit. It's skill practice and it, it's not going to go away. You're not going to wake up one day yeah. and have all seven down. Yeah, if you, had, if you had nothing to work on, life would be pretty boring. <laughs> if you were just perfect. Yeah, <laughs> And if, if you find yourself repeatedly trying to set a little practice and you keep falling short and keep falling short. There's one thing that we haven't discussed is, is make it easier. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I remember like when we first started our power down, we said it was originally called follow sleep routine. And, you know, we'd have someone come in and say, right, I'm going to, I'm going to set a bedtime of 10 o'clock. So, like, okay, what time do you currently go to your bed? Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, 
That's mm. a quarter to midnight's an improvement, you know. Yeah. Five two is an improvement. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't need to be like a massive shift yeah. from like what the, you're, like the step you're currently doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We used to when we first started it, we had this this statement that people like people would would invite people to make a commitment and we'd ask them to pick something they were ninety to hundred percent confident. So Try and think of an example. I'm I'm 90 to 100% confident that I will put my fork down between bites <laughs> when I have my lunch every day this week. And then you score yourself. We we moved away from that because people people weren't really participating and yeah. making the, you know, the work while it was novel. Um, and we didn't feel it was necessary. But the reminder is to make something that's doable. It's going back to that impact versus doability thing. Mm-hmm. It's make something that's doable. Yeah, definitely. And make it super easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it, make it. Set a game, set up a game for yourself that you can win. And I think that's like such a big thing across health and fitness mm-hmm. or other aspects of life. Set a game for yourself that you can win, and and you're far more likely to to win. And winning feels good, and you stay on track. Momentum builds. I think I've finally got an analogy for you. All right, Hang here on. we go. Hang on. Here we go. Can, can we get can we get a drum roll put into this <laughs> at I this think, point? <clears throat> I think what we are talking about, like starting small and building up, it's the fire analogy, building a fire. So you start with kindling, then from kindling you add in medium-sized logs. <laughs> You've not built a fire. Then you? <laughs> you add it, you do kindling in paper, surely. Yeah, so yeah. we start the fire and then we add in the sort of medium-sized logs and then eventually the bigger ones, yeah. which then has the picture of a really beautiful fire. Now, what happens if you don't do it that way? And you put the big logs in first. You can't like that fire. There's no fire. So if you aim too big, too quick, you're never going to get there, are you? Nice. Nice. I, th- I think we're done here. That's that's. I've got a couple more things. Oh, to got to of course you do. Pad this, pad this out some more. <laughs> pad this out some more. I, I wanted to just sort of touch back on that point uh, Lindsay said about noticing when, she, when she's off track. And, and I know I said it on, on one of the previous ones, but... The first step is always noticing. So if you're if you're eating too fast or staying up too late or whatever, I think people are in a rush to try and fix that behaviour. But first of all, just catch yourself doing it. Don't yeah. don't judge it and beat yourself up. You know, we spoke about self compassion and things. Don't think, oh, I'm wrong. I'm not, oh, I failed again. It's just like observe. Try and try and create that separation, that distance. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, look, it's an hour past my bedtime and I'm still up. Okay. In fact, you, you've noticed, but in, mm-hmm. until you notice, and again, maybe it's the food ones are more applicable, like, oh, I eat I, that I whole meal really in, quick. In, in two minutes. Uh-huh. Until, you, until you notice, you can't do anything. So, so just notice, don't judge, don't beat yourself up, and then, then you can create that window. Because once you, once you notice, now there's this gap, hopefully, between noticing and doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And until that gap, until you can see that gap, there's no space for you to act. Yeah. So first you notice, and you just observe and, and whatever. But then you, with time, you can notice and change the behaviour that's within that gap. And I think maybe to round up the the reminder that it's it's hard at the start, messy in the middle, beautiful at the end. To, to chuck in one other analogy, you couldn't let it, you couldn't let it have it. Of course you can. <laughs> there can be like a steam engine. I think it's a great it's a great great way to think about them. So. A steam engine requires so much fuel and temperature and everything needs to happen to get this giant hunk of metal moving. moving. <laughs> yeah. But once a steam engine moving, it can run through a brick wall. And that's like, 
once you get into the routine and the habit of doing some of these things, it, it becomes easier. You know, Lindsay, you were talking about waking up at still at five o'clock in the weekend yeah. because it's just it's, accustomed. It's accustomed yeah. to it. It's habitual, and that's that's what we need to try and do for people. I'm not going to paint a picture where that's it. You you win, and it's happily ever after. No, no. But it's hard, but it gets easier. We're going to have an analogy. No, off? no, I'm out. <laughs> have an analogy. You got any other analogies, Mike? I'm done. You done with that one? All right. Anything you'd like to to add to this end of the season, this wrap up? I think that's it. Just you know, we we do film them in batches, so we don't. We're not always going to get the feedback in, in in time for the next episode and things. But definitely appreciate your feedback. So send us an email. It's podcast at akrfitness.com. Yeah. Reviews, comments on you know things like that. I'm stealing your bit now. Yeah. But, oh, um, I'm questions, <laughs> questions, and feedback. Uh, yeah, we value the feedback. So all right, Lindsay, thank you so much for. For being here with us thank you Mike, thank you and it's it's been a pleasure season two that's it it's a wrap we're coming back for season three we already said at the start do you have a, a, a peek for us mike what we possibly well, we're thinking discuss? about maybe diving into some more of these motivation concepts uh, maybe a few more members let's interviews. leave it there let's keep, <laughs> keep it in suspense for them all right folks that is it you'll find us on apple spotify and also youtube if you want to see these two going head to head an analogy <laughs> off I would definitely lose every time but I'll try my best for next season <laughs> alright that's it for season 2 thank you so much and we'll see you for season 3 bye bye thank you